you doing, KP? I'm doing okay. That was weird. <laughs> it's, 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 it's been a while, but we're back at it. I haven't, I haven't gone to church in three weeks. Oh, yeah, man. We miss you, bro. It's just been busy, right? Yeah, it's been, it was busy for like for the holidays, mm -hmm. you know, working in retail. Um, and then I got sick at one point. Oh, uh, was it the Omarion? No, no, I don't think it was Omarion. No, <laughs> I don't think it was Omarion. There's so many names. Like when yes. people were talking about it, people were just like Omarion. Yeah. I was like, I was like the Marion, the Galvatron. And I like at one point I was calling it the Where Garurumon. I was like, <laughs> I like that. I, like I was like, that. Not, a, not a lot of people know that reference. Though. Yeah, yeah, I was like, <laughs> yeah, I was, I was actually thinking, I was like, it ends with Mon, so I was like, maybe I could call it like, I, I miss, I miss. Well, did I miss Digimon? Digimon like. Hot take already. I liked Digimon uh -oh. <laughs> more than Pokemon at one point. No, I agree. I agree. It had a really more lasting story. Like, not last. Mm -hmm. Okay. No, no, no. It had a more impactful story, especially, I think, season two. Like, uh -huh. had such an incredible story of, like, mm -hmm. like following your dreams and, like, um, like not letting, um, not letting your, like, getting, okay, this, this is another thing about Digimon. Like, I, I used to watch Digimon and get inspirations on Sunday sermons from it. Okay. Like, uh, so there was this, so there's this Elaborate. one, there's this one scene where they were all fighting. Um, they were fighting uh, War Greymon. No. Yeah, it was War Greymon. Um, but um, no, it was, um, it was War Agumon. I, yeah. And then so after Black War Greymon, not 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 Black War Greymon. It was before War Greymon. So the one where he's just like, um, is it Gar no? It's that's not Garurumon. It's um whatever, like the Tyrannosaurus one, like right before he turns Greymon. into War Greymon. Yeah, just is it Greymon? just Greymon? Yeah. So it's Agumon. It's Greymon. It's Metal Greymon. And Metal Gray. Greymon. Then Metal Greymon. Yeah. So they, so uh, everyone was fighting yeah, Metal Greymon because he was like being brainwashed mm -hmm. and stuff. Right. No, I remember that. And then yeah. like, and then like one of, one of the kids is like, no, like you're hurting him. Like, don't hit him. Like you're hurting him. This is like, no, you don't understand. Like we're not doing, we're not, we're not hurting. Like to you, it looks like you're, we're hurting him, but we're actually trying to save him. And I was like, Ooh, that can preach. <laughs> uh -huh. like, because like they were all attacking him just to try to like, you know, like stutter him so that yeah. he'd fall out of the, the, the mind control. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, to like the, to, to like one of the guy, like to one of the kids, the kids was just like, no, like you're hurting him. Like stop hurting him. But it's like, yeah, but the thing is, if we don't do this, then they'll just keep hurting themselves and other people. And it yeah. felt like an intervention. It like, it actually felt that, oh man, I got, I, I got goosebumps when I saw it. It was just like, ain't it, ain't it, ain't it like that though? Ain't it like that though? Like with like, like sometimes within the church, it's like, you don't want to say nothing because like, oh, I don't want to offend them. Yeah, but like but with you your gotta, you gotta point out the thorns yeah like but sometimes you just like but if i was your friend i would i would risk our friendship i would risk yeah, our friendship can. to make mm -hmm. sure that you didn't fall down like a certain path like yeah. i i feel like that would like uh like like if i if i had a bro and i've done this before if i had a bro or a sis um in church that like we felt like man you should not be dating that person um 
I'm not I'm not naming names, but I did have one um uh, one friend in the church where she got with this one guy. Actually, she got with his her ex and all of us were like, "What the heck are you doing?" And I was willing to I was willing to give up our friendship just to show her how much you should like she should not be with him. Ooh. Yeah, and I told her it's like, well, what if I stay with him? It's like, we can't be friends because like, bro, you cannot be with this guy. Like, this guy is hurting you. This guy is hurting you. This guy is hitting on girls in church in front of you. You cannot be with him. Like, yeah, you cannot be with him. And it's just like, it's it's just like it. This means so much to me that I'm willing to I, I'm willing to not be friends with you. Like, to go that far to just like, like just so you know how much it hurts me to see you to see you here. And she got it. Like she got it. She's like, I understand now. I was like, okay, cool. Um, awesome. Yeah, but like that, man. I like I can use it. Like I can watch Digimon and have like an entire like an entire teaching series at church with just Digimon. Like that one guy with like the whole like um, not the is it the caterpillar or something? Like he had a venom um, like like the moth or whatever. Like the guy oh, that was um... evil. I thought it was evil. Yeah, for it's the like first, the no, it's season one? two. Season two, there was like this season evil two. kid that had a um, that had, and then he was like controlling everything. But you found out like someone was controlling him, and he just yeah. like, oh, I thought I thought in order to be liked, I had to be the most powerful person. And then he was like stripped of everything, and then like the group was just like, hey, it doesn't matter how much you tried to hurt us, like if you're if you apologize, if you're just like, no, if you're sorry and you're asking for forgiveness, we forgive you. And I was like, man, how come like Digimon is better than like Digimon and the kids in Digimon like know what forgiveness means more than the church? <laughs> it's like this guy tried to kill him, like tried to kill him in like half halfway through season two, like gets stripped of it all. Finding out it's like, oh, my gosh, I was just hurting other people trying to be popular, trying to like show that like, you know, like like people can care like like someone can care about me when all of a sudden, like everyone actually really does care about you and mm -hmm. all the things that you tried to do to hurt us, we forgive you. And I was like, man, how come this cartoon is getting, is getting Christianity? Right? It's the, it's the, it's the hand of God, you know, with, with the, the subtle things in life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then we out here with cancel culture, like basically it's like they, one person does one thing 20 years ago and they're like, well, we can't forgive you for anything. I was like, like the guy changed the guy was even able or girl or person was even well, uh, you know another person yeah. didn't yep. didn't know it offended i'm sorry and then still no forgiveness it's like nope you're canceled we're never gonna follow you guys like why why would you do that exactly like why why wouldn't you just just give a chance i, I yeah no yeah it cancel culture i i really don't like it it sucks that people like say offensive things but mm -hmm. cancel culture just denies them the possibility of you know, yeah. evolution, you know, realization, you know, like becoming a better version. Like people are just so quick to just oust people that it it kind of negates progress when you think about it. Mm -hmm. it's, On it's, an individual standpoint and as a community too. Mm -hmm. It it's it it literally is the absence of grace. The absence yep. of second chances. It's just yeah. Yeah. Was not yeah. the topic, but I really wanted to talk about <laughs> I I really like Digimon. I wish I watched more of it. Uh, but I there's watch like, it again. yeah, I actually do want to watch it. I want to watch season two again because it's so like that one guy, that one yeah. guy that ends up like, um, I remember like, 
like spoiler alert if you haven't watched it at the very end everyone's like falling and because like digimon's very emotional so like ev everything centers on like your emotion and like whatever wherever your emotion is that actually strengthens your digimon so it's like i remember at the very end everyone's all sorrowful it's like oh i don't have any future i don't have any hopes and then like like the one there was like that one kid with um uh with with a uh, freaking the desperado mon like uh, digimon <laughs> desperado one yeah i remember he like it, it the, the smaller one i forget the name but desperado one is what desperado he just it turns into and then like the villain was just like what about you it's like what what about oh, you yeah. what what possible thing do you have to hope for like what future do you have to hope for and then he just yells out i want i want to own a ramen shop and i'm like what and he's like what are you talking about and he's just like no i have a hope that one day I'm going to sell ramen. I'm going to sell the best ramen in Tokyo. And it's like that little tiny spark from a kid saying, I will, I will one day like own my own ramen shop. I will build, I will make the best ramen in Tokyo and people like far and wide will go to my ramen shop. And for some odd reason, like, like that hope sparked everyone else and like broke everyone else out of the despair. And they're like, yeah, I have hopes too. I want to do this. And it's like, I want to do that. I want to be a doctor. I was like, and then that hope like strengthened the entire Digimon group. And I was like, okay, cool. I like that. It's contagious. Yeah. Hope, hope springs, yeah. hope. Like we have this hope, like an anchor to our soul. <laughs> yeah. That's what Digimon can preach, man. Okay. Sorry. That's the end of my tangent. <laughs> a lot of things can preach and we could probably dive in a, a digimon episode sometime in the future but i did want to start us off with like a little bit that i was working on okay give me just one second try to gather myself here because uh, this little bit is called advertise this oh and i think i may have mentioned this to you already in the maybe past, i'm gonna give you i'm gonna give you five topics okay and your job is to become salesman kp and try to, you know, sell me and listeners on why I should give this product a chance. Oh, okay. You're going to... You feeling up for it? <laughs> I feel I feel up for it, but then I have a hot take after all this. But let's go. A hot take? I do. I do have a hot take after all this. Okay, so um, let's see. What's a reasonable time? 45 seconds for each? Sure, 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 sure. sure. For each subject. Right. So you want me to sell you on whatever it is? Yep. And yeah, you might not like it. Okay. But you're still gonna try to sell your product. Okay. You ready? Okay, go. All right, I'm hit you with the first one. The first one is something that you were playing yesterday on your stream. It's called Valorant. Okay. You ready? Sure. All right. Three, two, one, go. Alright, so do you like do you like cartoons and the um well like very incredible visuals and working as a team? Also, um, do you like um do you like world building and the fact that um you're you're within a uh, an incredible world of of agents very much so like 007 but with superpowers That's Valorant <laughs> And Valorant actually it's it's a really fun game a really fun game to play with with your friends and one thing I love about Valorant that I think you'll really love too is the fact that um, that anyone can be tossed into it. And depending on... Because a lot of people don't like shooters. You know, like Call of Duty, Battlefield, Modern Warfare. People don't like it. It's very, like, very hype, uh, very skill-based. 
what I love about Valorant is you don't have to have as much skill as long as you're working with uh, like as a team and you're using all of your super powered abilities to help your team. So it, your skill can be lower, but if you work as a team, then you'll always have a chance to succeed. That can preach as well, too. We're not. Oh, man, I can almost preach this. <laughs> OK, OK, I, 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 like, I like your I like the ad. I, I get went, almost. You went yeah. a minute and fifteen though, so uh, I think that's I'm fine. just gonna cut. The just time. cut me I'm off. Just cut, cut me off, bro. Cut. No, no, no. I yeah. like it when you're when you're going off and rolling yeah. off. <laughs> but I, that like, it, oh man, Valorant can preach. I, I I can make up a preaching just by Valorant. This is like alone, you can only do so much, but you can do so much more when you work together. When you work as okay. when you work as okay. a team. Ever wonder okay. why I'm? Oh, hot take on this. You ever think about God? how he's the the triune godhead even god in in his existence is still promoting teamwork in that even that's us true. even us individually um like think about the verse with man with man singular it's mm -hmm. impossible but with god all things all things are possible and you know what is with god it's like a singular god it's like well god is triune and with God, like with man, with man, a man alone cannot do it alone, but with God. So with God interacting with us, with God. Oh, I could preach on that. With God. It, does, it says with God, not just as with man is an impossible, but, but nothing is impossible. Nothing like there's nothing impossible for God to do. It doesn't say it that way. Bible says with God. That means that means it's only possible it was only possible when it's you with God. Oh, I don't I don't preach. That's it's all about teamwork. I'm that, sold. I'm sold. That can preach. Because God yeah. God like you can't do it without God. But God God will not do it without hmm? God will not do it without you. Oh, oh that can preach. Oh man, I'm ready for Sunday. I'm ready for Sunday. I'm ready for Sunday service. Let's go. I'm ready for Sunday service. You ready for Sunday service? I'm ready for Sunday. Yeah, let's go. All right. The second one is, and you might like it, Netflix exclusive show R King. R Oh my gosh. Three, two, one, go. Do you like world building? <laughs> Do you like um no it, it, Arcane has such an incredibly vast story um and it's it, it it's incredibly relatable so you may not be and it's okay you don't have to be uh, a fan of League of Legends but what's incredible about Arcane is that there's such a, a, a deep relatable story about um being being more than where you're from and being more than who people say you're you're to be. And it goes deeper than that. It goes deep. And I, I love about our kid. And I don't want to spoil it too much. But it's also the responsibility. It's like you are in the position in which like in, in which you are for such a time. So how are you going to use that position? So you can use it for good or ill. You can use it to you can use it to, to bless or to curse. And it's it, it's a. I don't want to say it's not always cut and dry because sometimes it is, 
but it's not always easy. It's not always easy to to make those decisions. And that's what one thing I like about Arcane. It's super relatable, even though it's in this expansive mystical fantasy world. Uh, it has very relatable problems like family and um fa and um uh, uh notoriety and making a name for yourself and so it's a lot of things that we we can just relate relate to now so yeah definitely watch arcane if you have not watched it watch it watch it twice um and then play league of legends and then find out that you like arcane more than league of legends <laughs> <laughs> oh true yeah arcane can <laughs> preach as well too man like it's this that, that whole responsibility no, yeah. like you're there why are you there you know you know one thing i love about the world in arcane especially that the place they're in built mm -hmm. over yeah is it's literally like the underworld and above above like it's literally under the world yeah of Piltover. you know the undercity like literally yeah. an underworld there's literally an undercity you know where people are like this is just a prejudice with like upper dwellers and like lower dwellers. Wait, I'm so stupid. I just realized. Under city, pilt over. I'm oh, so stupid. Oh. I I, I, I was I <laughs> was today years old when I found out that pun. It's pilt over, under city. Oh god. Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, how did I miss that? I love that concept though. Yeah, I love that. I love that. It's very unique. I've never seen that kind of world before. Um, yeah, worlds like that exists. Um, in that kind of contrast, though, like you know what you know what I liked about that that contrast. It oh. felt so close. Like it's okay. it always feels like. Like um, Star Wars is a good example. It's like they'll have like the Republic City, right? They'll, uh, they'll have whatever that planet's called. I keep forgetting what it's called. Uh, Coruscant. Yeah, they'll have Coruscant, right? It's a whole planet uh -huh. away. And then they'll have what's called the Outer Rim planets, which is basically uh -huh. like the discarded planets. But like they're literally like like a galaxy long away. So they don't feel close. Right. Um. So that's just one example. Um. Like Lord of the Rings is kind of like that as well, too. Things feel so far away. This, this kingdom over here, that kingdom's over here, the hobbits over here. Everything's so far, like a day's travel. But the, the 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 contrast um of Undercity and Piltover being so close uh, and, and the yeah. fact that they're so close to each other, like it it creates um a natural tension that in that in other fantasies sometimes you don't see because they're not they're they're not so diametrically opposed and yet so so close to each other. Literally like like in the first in the first um in the first episode you see people from the Undercity walk to Piltover and walk back to the Undercity same day, same afternoon. It's so yeah. close to each other and yet so diametrically opposed to each other. It's all a matter of elevator elevator access, to be honest. Yeah, and it's it that, that, yeah. that that tension that they create in making them so like so um like um just just so close, physically close to each other. Um, just, it, it's just a, it's, it's a natural tension that, that the story, that the story uses very well. So, yeah. And I love the contrast too. Like every time you see Piltover and then all the scenes where you're in the Undercity, you can tell like it's very, it's got a very different vibe. You can, yeah. You can tell which city you're in. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. You can tell which city you're in.
Even Un- by the people you see in the scenes. Mm-hmm. Until you see, I think, like, there's a, there is a scene with Echo. Mm-hmm. And where Echo and his posse live. And I like that because, like, there's a, there, there's this grand possibility of what if, what if there was no under over? What if it was just all the same? So mm-hmm. I like I like that as well too. Watch 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 Arcane guys. Just watch Arcane. Well, one thing I do have to say before we move on to the next one, I love Echo in the show. Yes. I hate his guts in the game. <laughs> Echo's... Except when he's on my team. Yeah, Except if he's, he's on, on your team, team, yeah, Echo's and he, great. And he's you know he's popping off. Mm-hmm. But if he's on the other team and he's popping off, no, oh, he's so annoying. Take him out of the game, please. <laughs> yeah. I also anyway. I also don't like Heimerdinger. Yeah. Um, uh, Heimerdinger, I can't well, live with. Well, I I don't like Heimerdinger because I usually play Aram, uh-huh. and <laughs> oh my gosh, when there's yeah. only one lane to like think about his bots, yeah, oh my there's gosh, no it's so, there's no him, escape, yeah. there's no escape yeah. of Heimerdinger. So yeah, I have a friend who's a Heimerdinger main. Oh, great, that's awesome. What is your main? <laughs> what is your main? Me, I'm a Senna main. Senna, what lane? Yeah, uh, ADC. ADC. I am. Uh, I am. I, I rotate, but I think my main is uh, Nunu Willem, uh, jungle. Okay, so jungle, mm-hmm. awesome. Nunu Willem, I, jungle. I'm trying to, I'm trying to be better at jungling. I also do Vi. Um, I just like no. the thing I love about jungling is I don't have to think about last hits. That's the thing I love about jungle. <laughs> That's literally the reason why one of my friends started jungling. Yeah, because it's 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 so great. <laughs> yeah, never have to worry yeah. about a last hit, and I was never yeah. good at last hitting. Like I used to be a top yeah. main, top main uh-huh. scion. And Ooh. I still sucked. Like, it still wasn't that good. It's And finally, like, my friend is just like, I asked my friend, hey, teach me jungle. And uh-huh. he's like, oh, it's just this. And then, like, within a month, I was like, okay, I get the rotations now. I can kind of do it. And I was like, oh, yeah. I love this. I love being jungle. Yeah. The, the bot lane is my comfort. I started as a support mm-hmm. main. Yeah. And then I just I, I picked up Senna. Mm-hmm. And Senna is so fun. And her theme of light and dark. Yeah, living in her is just so beautiful. Yeah, in my opinion, I can relate. I also like Nuna Willump. Yeah, when he made a friend. <laughs> this is a, this is the great thing about League of Legends, man. Yeah. Like love or hate the game, pretty sure like everyone who plays. Of course, it, you think you're not that. I can see your breathing. <laughs> <laughs> but there's just a certain rel- relatability like you find yeah. with your mains. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. absolutely. Kinda like Digimon. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Third one. And this one's polarizing. Okay. Okay, so third one. The Game of Thrones finale. That's it? <laughs> okay, okay, okay. You ready? Yeah, Three, sure. Two, one, go. Do you like world building? Oh my God. Well, then don't watch the last episode of Game of Thrones. You're supposed to be because selling us on They this. destroy it. But if you like, but if you hate world building, and you like drama and you like things just getting wrapped up in a bow and just like that's it that's that that's enough and let's move on to something else uh and and i like it already <laughs> if you um if 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 oh uh, i i you know what i can't sell game of thrones because i never got into the series literally the only episode okay literally this is not a hot take this is just sad not sad but maybe sad to some people for me it was just funny um the only full episode of game of thrones i ever watched was the final 
Okay. I've never watched a single episode of Game of Thrones. Really? And then all my friends were like, we're going to see the finale. I was like, okay, let me watch it. So I did. So you literally just saw the finale. I went I went to like a finale party and everyone's okay, watching okay. it. And I, I didn't even ask for people to explain things. I was like, whatever. Like I've seen enough Game of Thrones memes that I can kind of like, I can scrounge my way through this. And I was like, yeah, okay. Okay. Oh, she dies. Oh, by, by, okay. And then the dragon sad. Okay, sure. Okay. Oh, and then, um, and then the, 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 the short guy like has a plan. The short guy. The short guy had a plan to put the dumb guy to put the, the, the dumb, the, 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 like the cripple. Oh yeah, sure. That kind of makes sense. Okay. And then, and then, uh, 10, a 10 minute, um, um, a 10 10 minute pan out to uh to them talking about talking about more like um uh what you call urban planning at a at a wooden table that's all this is like the last 5 minutes it's just like the the camera was slowly panning out while they're talking about urban planning and i'm like okay it's <laughs> like fine game of thrones great <laughs> Awesome. I love it. That's my hot take. I didn't watch any of it. I was like, whatever. Okay, so I would I I never like really like watch it weekly like all my friends did. Okay. But every time my friends would start talking about it, I would feel left out, so I decided to binge mm -hmm. all six seasons at the time because the seventh one was still coming out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think I binged it in like a course of three weeks. It, it, you get hooked. You get hooked. And one thing that I do enjoy more out of the Game of Thrones series, even better than Lord of the Rings, to okay. be honest, is like the attachment you have to the characters, to certain characters. Yeah, I've heard of that. Yeah, definitely. Like, I, I love Tyrion. I love Jon Snow. I love Podrick, as you can tell. And Sam Tarly. And, like, you know, I was okay with the ending. You know, I wasn't as invested like all my friends who watch it weekly, religiously. Yeah. So I didn't have really that much of a, a big deal. Plus, like, all the characters that I really liked, that I related to, had somewhat, like, the better endings. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which is why, like, I was ah, I was okay with it, you know? Mm -hmm. But then again, it's not that hard to please me anyway. Sure. <laughs> I mean, if you have good story, if you have, like, for me, if you have good story and it's planned out well, and then you have good delivery of it, I, I like a lot of good stories. I, I like a lot of good stories. And I can, yeah, I mean, contrast, like, in contrast, like, I can tell when a story is just, like, kind of mashed up. At least for me, I, I have opinions about, like, mashed up story and it's like, this doesn't make sense. Or you have to know too much outside of, you have to know too much outside the show. Like, mm -hmm. um, like, we talked about Arcane, right? Yeah. So do you know, like, the other, uh, um, the other um, MOBA game also had a show on Netflix? Yeah, Dota. Dota. Dota sucked. Mm -hmm. Their their really? their Netflix show sucks. That's a hot because take, I, I just bro. I just felt like there was so there's so much about like what they were trying to introduce to me that I did not get. I was like, you're you're expecting me to know a lot of lore. Yeah, I, I get it. I get it. So yeah. in that sense, like it wasn't as inclusive as Arcane. Well, was. like the, like first they expected me to know a lot of lore. They introduced mm -hmm. like so much. Like one whole episode would just be like, here's all the lore, and it's like you need to like and like. It expected me to like a character quickly. Like, uh -huh. I need to, like, be devoted to the, 
the the story arc of a character, but they'd give me like one episode to fall in love with them. And it's like that, that's not gonna t- cut it, man. Like, yeah, it's it was so hard. And then like yeah, and then there were certain parts of like Dodo were just like there were certain parts of Dodo were just like it 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 was um it, it felt very um uh they forced the drama uh-huh um uh, like tantamount to here's another hot take um the final final fantasy 8 squall and renoa love interest were okay. just like when did they fall in love tread, like tread carefully tread carefully i'm just saying i'm just saying tread i played carefully. i played the entire I, I played the entire final fantasy 8 and okay. then there's 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 a moment when renoa gets sick and then squall has all this stuff to talk about like while she's like in bed sleeping can't get up or whatever and it's like i miss your voice i miss this i miss that i was like dude the entire time <laughs> the entire time you're so annoyed i was like i don't Bro, it's like you are you are you are having me to an you're you are you're writing a lot of like under like you're underpinning a lot of romantic stuff that you assumed that i you assumed that i was with but i'm just saying that to dota dota's are like you want uh-huh. to really invest in me really loving this character and you're kind of like um uh what's the word i'm really looking for um they manufactured manufactured th- there was a lot of manufactured um loving <laughs> like in in the sense that's like oh i'm gonna put you in this scenario because this tense scenario will make you love this character i was like okay it's fine <laughs> it's like i'm gonna make a dragon I'm gonna make a dragon try to kill you. I was like, okay. So was that gonna make me like her more? I don't. Well, I don't know. I, can I don't think know. of one person you made mad tonight. The. <laughs> Wait, who? You? I'm sorry. Uh, no, 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 not me. Uh, to be honest, I haven't really like finished Dota. Okay. I was able to enjoy like the first three or four, but mm-hmm. then I stopped. Uh, but uh, it's not. Shout out to uh, shout out to Migs. Oh, <laughs> Migs okay. likes Dota. It's... Yeah, bro. The series? <laughs> yeah. I don't care. Because he <laughs> Because he he uh he you know like he he loves Dota. That's why I like Arcane though. You don't have to like League of Legends to understand that Arcane's a good story. But with Dota, I was like, who are these people? Like I didn't get it. I really didn't get it. I mean yeah, it was no, it, it, it's it, it's not it. the worst series I've seen. Yeah, yeah. But at the I end of the again. series, I feel like they just like the last two or three episodes, they just dropped the ball. I was like, okay, I'm yeah. kind of invested, I'm kind of invested, and it's just a bunch of manufactured drama. And I was like, oh, I don't freaking care. I don't, <laughs> I don't care anymore. Everyone's dying. I don't care. <laughs> like, yeah, I think it's one of those things where like the people who are actually the the people who know the lore like yeah. will probably like find more of an appeal. That's fine, but it dro- it dropped off so quickly for me. I was like, I don't. It doesn't matter to me anymore. I'm not waiting for see like with Arcane. I'm on pins and needles for season two. Oh, it yeah. it's so it ends so good. It's coming out next year. Don't worry. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, hopefully, so. hopefully we get more regions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, anyway, anyway. Okay, last two. Okay, fourth one. This thing called Talking Elephants podcast. Three, two, one. You're up. So, do you like life building? <laughs> <laughs> Well, I see a pattern. If you like, no, like so. Talking Elephants podcast. The reason that you should really listen to Talking Elephants podcast is if you have any history with like any history with the church, 
um christian church maybe even like evangelical or or or, or protestant pentecostal it doesn't matter like if you have any 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 kind of like background with it actually even if you've been hurt by by the church just like not physically hopefully not physically but like kind of mentally and emotionally um listen to the podcast um we talk about that stuff because even people who love the church like me and Judds, we we love the church um we it, it is it is it is the body of christ it is his it, it is his it is his bride we can go on and on. Um, but that's why we have such a critique about it. Because because we love it. And we want to see the church better. And at least for our like at within our view, this is this is the ways that we th these are the things that we see that, that could be better. Um that's even we, like being in the church, have gotten wrong. Um, and also things that we that, that we feel like the church is doing right and what and like the movement of God within the church we talk about that as well too and just like these are kind of dope things that we want to see more of um but yeah we we're very critical about the church because we love it so much and that's why you should listen to podcasts talking elephants and sometimes there'll be free food forget that sometimes um well sometimes. no yeah but sometimes only I'm not a filipino church that has to do it every sunday sometimes uh, y'all will go out and like after the service and you'll know, have lunch yeah and socialize sometimes <laughs> sometimes <laughs> sometimes not all the time it is not required it is not be it's 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 volunteer not voluntold um yeah and then if anything just just guys just listen to the podcast so you can uh um you can um what you call it um uh my you can oh what's the word i'm looking for um validate my my wanting for a cabbage uh -uh. yeah just validate it just like listen it's like we agree kp should find a christian asian bible girl yeah I can't wait for the cabbage episode podcast. You know, it, it's be fun. it's the other way too, though. It's also a Christian, Asian, Bible guy. Okay. 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 That's exactly that's absolutely me, guys. If you're if you are looking for a cabbage, I'm your cabbage. Let's make salad together. Oh, sorry, wait, it's cabbage, not lettuce. Wait, let us make, let us make, yeah. let uh, let yeah. us make cabbage together. Did you intend to use a pun? <laughs> Let us make no happy accidents. Awesome, awesome. Okay, I like it. I like it. Last one. You ready? Last one. Let's go. Pentecostal churches. Three, two, one. Sell them. So, do you like faith building? <laughs> well, if you like to build your faith, you should go to a Pentecostal church. Um, honestly, um, so I had, I had this talk with a friend of mine. I'm not going to name her out because I don't want to like, I'm not going to like flame her, but it was so funny because I told, I told one of my friends is like, Hey, like, I think we have a mutual friend going to my church and she's, and she's like, really? It's like, yeah. She's like, why would he go to that church? I was like, what are you talking about? That's like, what's a Pentecostal church? I was like, yeah. And she's like, but he's smart. 
And I got offended. <laughs> I was like, wait, what are you talking about? It's like, why would he go to, like, he's a smart guy. Like, why would he, why would he want to go to a Pentecostal church? I was like, wait, are you insinuating that, like, dumb people go to Pentecostal churches? <laughs> like, only it's like, yeah, but, like, you know, people that don't, like, and then she just kind of insisted that, like, Pentecostal churches are, like, they, they're too emotional that they don't think theological. Um, And I was just like, no, that's not the case. I think, I think Pentecostal churches definitely have at least like for me in my experience because i'm in a pentecostal church i consider myself pentecostal um is the fact that we um we like to we like to remember the the relational parts of our faith in christ and our faith in god there is a theological aspect um there is there is the doctrine of 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 salvation um, and the theology proper of of God and understanding Him as the Godhead, respecting and adoring, and magnifying that uh, within our lives. Um, there's definitely us um, a um, a fear of God that we should always um, be be aware of in the in the knowledge of of the, just the magnificence of God. But as a Pentecostal, I I find it comforting. To know that God is also personal. So if you want, if you really want to build that, then you should go to Pentecostal church. I remember my friend actually had a conversation. Um, and it, it, this is in lieu of doctrine. So he had a conversation with a few friends of his who were Calvinist. And um, he talked about, because it was conflicted because he agreed with a lot of Calvinist theology. But he was conflicted because he he grew up in very Pentecostal um, aspect of of the faith, and especially okay, the whole. So, so could you explain Calvinist theology for me in like the TLDR version? The TLDR version of Calvinism is um, we are predestined. It's it's the idea of predestination. Um, okay. I I used to know it. It's there's this whole um, there's this acronym called Tulip. Um, that you can look up, you can just look it up online. Um, but basically, it's the idea of predestination that God of all has already predestined the people that were going to be saved. So He predestined them to be saved, but it implies that there are other people that, no matter what they do, will never be saved. That's the that that's the whole that's the whole um concern of Calvinism, Calvinist theology, is that it there's an implication that. Some people will never be saved, no matter how much gospel, no matter if they want to be saved, because they're not predestined by God, they will never be saved. So it's a weird, it's a weird doctrine in that sense. There's more that goes into it, so I'm butchering it, but you said the TLDR, and that's the TLDR. Um, I'm more of an Arminianist in the sense that, or like, what, uh, what now? Arminianist. So Armin Arminian. Arminianism is basically the idea that's that that uh, that there is free will. So there's free will in our salvation. Yeah. That's mm -hmm. we are free to make our own choice of salvation. Um but Preach. yeah, that's that conflicts with Calvinism. So they usually are juxtaposed in the sense that Calvinism uh believes in predestination, where uh, Arminianism will predominantly believe in free will, that the mm -hmm. person gets to choose. Mm -hmm. Um so um yeah so like just to say going back to my friend so my friend was talking to his friends about the the idea of predestination and how he's conflicting with that in terms of how someone is saved 
Um, and then um, even his friend who was Calvinist actually just told him, it's like, look, bro, no one's been like, no one has ever been saved by Calvinism. They're still saved by Christ. <laughs> like, like a, a knowledge of a doctrinal idea will never save a person. It really still is um, accepting Christ as your Lord and Savior within your life, believing that he died for your sins. That's the only, that's always going to be the uh that's always going to be the the end all be all of salvation uh, of sal uh, of uh salvation in Jesus Christ it's always just going to be that so um yeah go to pentecostal church <laughs> i like it well said <laughs> really good really good thanks for listening to our podcast don't forget to follow us on talking elephants podcast on spotify and hit the like button it really helps us out for those who want to offer additional support for Talking Elephants Podcast, you can do so through our Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash talkingelephantspodcast to find a variety of reward tiers, such as bonus episodes, monthly shoutouts, and personalized Q&As with the hosts. Thanks again, Packy Nerds. I mean, I, I grew up in a Pentecostal church. I went to, um, I've been to yeah, an evangelical I gonna, church. I was, gonna, I was gonna ask, did you start with a Pentecostal church? So, technically, I started, like, like in my search like in my search for faith which i was very young and i made my decision very early um my family would used to go to catholic and methodist churches my mom being catholic my dad being methodist um they would just jump from one church to another because they just thought eh, church is church is church okay um then we went to a pentecostal church in silver lake shout outs to the old church known as faith in christ church used to be on silver lake boulevard um and uh, that was the first um Christian church, I would say like just Christian church, I guess, or at least Christian experience that I had. Even going to Methodist churches, just I didn't really experience the gospel. I didn't really experience my faith, but that was the first time I really felt like I got to, well, yes, I did get to experience. I wanted to experience it actually, like I was very young. I was probably like six, seven years old or whatever, but I, I wanted to experience it in Catholic church. Like I wasn't like a Catholic, like children's like children's church like on a sunday and then like they started talking about like the end times in revelation and i was like okay this sounds interesting but then like all the kids started spouting out all these theories about like like what the end times is gonna look like and then someone said like oh we're gonna be riding giant grasshoppers and i was like wait a minute something something's um, off like is this what it is this is not what i remember like hearing about a church I think that was actually the very first time I was just like, even at, even at my age, I was like six, but even at my age, I was like, doctrine is important. <laughs> like, yeah. even when I was like six years old, I was like, I think proper doctrine is important. You can't just make stuff up. Um, no, but like, yeah. So I had my, I had my experience in a Pentecostal church uh, at that first church, FICC, Faith in Christ Church. And that's where I got saved. Um, and I talked about it in another podcast, but yeah, like the person, like, so my first pastor was a female pastor. The person that led me to Christ was a female pastor. Uh, shout outs. She's passed away, I think already. Um, Sister Belen. Um, but she led me to Christ and she led me to Christ in the Tagalog prayer. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Like she, she, like it was a Tagalog service. Basically it was a prayer meeting at like somewhere in the middle of summer or something. And then I just like a voice was inside her voice said, you need to come up. So I, I've listened and then I went up there and I did the sinner's prayer. And I, I tell people this, this is like my, this is my, um, my Christian, like becoming, uh, becoming a believer 
and becoming born again. Like this is what it felt like to me. I was only seven, but I, I but somewhere in my heart, I knew what, what I was doing. So I walked up and I said the sinner's prayer and I accepted Christ into my heart. And the feeling that I had, which is weird, but this is the feeling I had. I felt like I was meeting my dad for the first time. And it's weird because I, I have a dad and I know him, but that's the feeling I had. I was, I was meeting my dad for the first time. So I knew something happened. It wasn't like weeks later until I figured out, oh, that's what it means to be saved. Um, and I say this test, I, I've used this testimony um, several times before, like with my youth and young adult groups. Um, but when I got saved, um, several weeks later, I was playing with my friends and we were like at a, like a joint fellowship. So there was like several churches meeting for like this big church service thing. Uh, right. and then, and my mom was kind of put in charge of the kids and I can tell my mom didn't want to be because she wanted to be in the service. Mm -hmm. Like she wanted to experience it, but then she's like watching all the other kids. And then there's like a little like children's room area. And then they had like this little like play school thing where like it was a cube and it had a slide on it. So like all my friends were sliding on the slide, but they were like disrespecting the the equipment. So like we were, they were sliding in different ways and kind of wrecking it and trying to ruin it, trying to break it. So finally, like, I was like, Oh, I want to be part of this. So I jump in and was like, okay, like, let me, let me go down the slide and whatever and try to wreck it. So I went down the slide. I don't know what I did. I might've like slid a different way or like ran down the slide instead. But I remember my mom pulling me aside by my arm and I was like, oh, I got in trouble with my mom because my mom is the one that's like, you know, she can't pull all the other kids, but she can pull me. And she pulled me aside and she looked at me and she says, we don't do that. But then a voice inside her voice, I remember hearing that voice. And as much as I was listening to my mom, I heard this other voice saying, we don't do that. And that night I was listening to that voice instead of my mom. I guess I was also listening to my mom, but I knew I was listening to that voice when all my, all my friends went up to me and they're like, Oh dude, bro, are you in trouble? It's like, it's like, no, I'm not in trouble. I just don't do that. And I knew, I knew something inside. I was like, I'm cha Something's changed. Like something changed inside of me. Um, wow. yeah. And it was just like, and I was seven. I was just like, something inside of me has changed because that voice, that voice within my mom's voice was talking to me now and saying, like, that's stuff we don't do. And ever since then, that's like, it's just been that conversation between me and God. Like a voice inside my, a voice inside my head. It's not necessarily audible, um, but it's just a, a voice that just shows me, shows me like what to do, where to go. It, it helps me think and realize things that I wouldn't, you know, that that's my Christian experience. So so yeah that's awesome yeah and i was at awesome. seven it's yeah. at seven years yeah. old and it's a very very young age mm -hmm. very young age i do have to uh rewind though okay a little bit to the beginning of your story did you just say a woman pastor yeah um um but in the bible well, you know what <laughs> <laughs> i'm playing devil's advocate here i know it's not it's not something that we talk about yeah it's not something that churches talk about but that's what we talk about well like look like i've had a woman i like and it, it there are like things within the word that can point to like not having but then like there are prophetesses in in the book of acts that were taking on like being a prophet was one of the four slash five 
um like um what do you call it oh like roles oh what are um what do you call it like the roles within yeah, the, the church roles, yeah. i forget yeah. what it's called it's another term but like um mm -hmm. but yeah there's uh the apostle apostle um apostle prophet evangelist pastor teacher and when people say it's like well they can't be a pastor i was like well then like in 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 the in in the way that people describe it, it's like they can't be a pastor. It's like well, if they can't be a pastor, then they can't be any other of the five leadership roles within the church, because it's the idea that a woman can't be within a leadership role. Um, I've I've heard the argument where it's like because people talk about like um the the verse in the New Testament talking about the um, like the the woman should submit to the man, but like there was no like contextualized this is the argument the contextualization is that when 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 in the context of a woman being under a man is recognized it's in context of marriage that if there's a man over the woman in marriage um then the then the woman can't be over the man when there's a man present however if it's a single woman there is no man present in a single like when they're single so if they're single they can do whatever they want <laughs> Because there is no man present. That makes sense. Yeah, that's the argument. So I more or less stick to that. I was just like, like, even with like, I, I, I don't know. Like for, for me, like it's, it's hard for me not to, it's, it's hard for me not to, um, um, support it because from the very start of my Christian, my Christian journey, um, it was they were, it was women they, it was women leaders that brought me to Christ, um, even in my former church like my former uh, uh, I I don't want to I don't want to flame them so I'm not gonna name them but even the former church I had when I first started serving there there was this very drastic depiction that women couldn't serve it was funny because like my parents are serving and my mom is so like adamant about like being of service. Now she still respected the wishes of the church. It's like, well, I'm not gonna be, I can't be a leadership then. But um, she always pushed the mark. It's like, well, I can't be leadership. Oh, but I'm a like, you know, <laughs> like it's like I can't be in, I can't be in leadership, right? But I can be at the meeting. It's like I can't say like this is what we should do as a leader. But I'm gonna tell my husband, and since we will always agree, that's how we're gonna get. Like my mom is like, I don't want to say she's sneaky. Because she's not necessarily sneaky. She's just like, look, if you're gonna give if you're gonna give me a border, I'm gonna stand on the border until you let me cross it. Like, yeah, my mom's like that. I love it. I love that about my mom. It's just like, it's like, look, I will be at the border waiting for you to let me cross. But if you put a border down, I'll respect it. Um. Shout so, out to Mama KP. Yeah, dude. Like, yeah. Um, so like I, I've always respected that about my, my, my parents, actually. My parents have always kind of been like that. Um, I, I always say that my parents are just like they're they're the ones that will that will always be the first to support the pastor of the church, but at the same time always be the ones that if there's something to say, they'll say it to the pastor. <laughs> like mm. Yeah, like they'll they'll do both. They'll just like, no, we'll totally support you. They'll give presents to pastor like every Christmas. They'll they'll be praying, laying hands on the pastor's his wife, her her husband, whatever. Uh, like they'll always be the ones to be like in full full support of the pastor and even defend the pastor. But they'll all also be the ones where just it's like, hey, like pastor gonna be messing around with something. They'll be the first one to say something. <laughs> yeah.
That's good. That's I think good. I think it's just they, they respect leadership so much that they want they want to make sure that the leadership does you know does well. So being like my parents being in leadership roles all the time as well. They understand that it's not an easy job. So they understand that they need support. They understand that they need love and 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 caring and adoration in their roles. But as a leader, they also have the responsibility um to take um take responsibility for actions and to be a good example. In that if they're not being a good example, <laughs> you won't you're gonna hear something from my parents. And just so, to yeah. clear things up, just to clear things up, I, I'm not I don't I'm not bashing on women pastors. I, I, I'm literally like playing, playing devil's devil's advocate. Yeah. yeah, because a lot of you know, like a lot of the my friends per se or my peers mm -hmm. will bring that up. That this whole idea of you know like women aren't allowed to serve, you know, like to at least that's the that's the um, that's the inkling they're getting out mm -hmm. of the church, and you know, like it's something that we need to talk about. Yeah, I. Personally, and I know doctrine-wise, look, we're it's gonna conflict. Um, oh, of the things that need to change within church, like, how do I say this? Um, this is not the most important thing that needs to be changed within the church, but it would, it would do like we would do well to, we would do well to address it. I'll just say it that way. It is not the most important thing that needs to change, but I mm -hmm. think as a church, it would be nice to to address it. I know, man. I just I hear, I like. <laughs> I'm gonna get flamed. Watch. I'm gonna say this right here. Watch. I'm gonna get flamed right now. I hear, I hear the John MacArthur supporters <laughs> like in the chat right now, like. And you know what? Well, you know, so there's a there's like um. There, there's a uh, Christian university um, near my my parents' house, my like my my childhood home uh, in Covina called uh, Life Life Pacific University. Uh, they just became a university of several uh, a few years ago, and I was there for their ordination of their newest. Um, what's the um, what what's the highest role within a university? Not superintendent. Um, um, Chancellor. Yeah. Chancellor. I think so. The I dean. think it's the dean. Oh yeah, that's right, the dean. Yeah, the dean. So I was there for the for the inauguration of the new dean, and the dean is female. Um, and I was there, and I was ecstatic. I was like, "This is incredible!" Like, like, um, the because like I I I'm also a really big supporter of the Foursquare Church, and that is a Foursquare University. So like seeing seeing that like one of their first the first dean of schools within the church. I mean, within the within the university, right when it became a university, it was just a college before, just a few years ago, but um, but it became a university, and the first dean of schools within the university is female. I was like, let's go, let's go. Like, awesome. tell me, tell me that females can't take leadership roles. I was like, I mean, if if the entire church within the Four Square Gospel recognizes that this person can take the lead, then let's go. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, like um. Personally, um, I'm always in support of good leadership. I, I, I don't care if it's male or female. I don't. I, 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 I yeah, I don't care. Amen. Personally, again, Amen. I understand people will be like, well, doctrinally this, put in all the verses. Fine, we'll read them all. Put in all the verses. It's fine. But I'm just, I'm just a fan of good leadership. 
So if if they're a good leader, then I'm I'm down for it. I think I think my take like with within this whole like topic is that the the emphasis is just shifted so much on leadership. And I'm not, and I'm not going to take away from leadership because like you said, like yeah, we're fans of good leadership. Every church needs to have good leadership. Mm-hmm. But in the essence of it all, I think that we are just all called and are encouraged to serve wherever we are. Yeah. You know, and you know, there's, there's this whole doctrine of like servant leadership too. Well, servant comes before leadership and just regardless of, you know, male or female, we're, we all can serve, you know, like we all have our part to play. I think the, the main, the main thing that's causing a lot of, polarity with this whole concept is just that the emphasis is on leadership too much where it's it's just like a role it's like notoriety it's like like a privilege like a like a higher class that you can have where at the gist of it all it's just let's just all serve you know Mm -hmm. let's just all serve as one body as individuals Mm -hmm. and you know just all work together um hot take hmm People, like people should not, people, like, this, this is not even with the church, but this is a hot take about anything in terms of leadership. People should not be so, people should not be so anxious to get a higher role. Okay. Because sometimes, and I, I think a lot of other people have said this, a lot of like people within like leader leadership mentors and stuff like that, you'll probably hear it in some kind of like, like like get rich podcast or you know you know what i'm talking about like drinking like the tony robbins kind of stuff but um people should not people should not anxiously run to a higher position just because you think it's a higher position i mean especially like like with jobs with jobs people always want to get the higher position because they want more money but they're not ready for responsibility i kid you know i i hate i i hate bad leadership i hate bad management but a lot of times they get up there just because it's just like, well, I'm trying to climb the corporate ladder. Yeah, but you suck at, at you, like, you really suck at managing people. So you shouldn't be a manager. Do something else and get more money, but don't manage people because you suck at managing people. And that's what that's what a lot of leadership does. Like, le- leadership, literally, it's in the title. Leader. You're leading others. And if you suck at it, you shouldn't do it. There are other ways to make more money and get higher prestige. If you want higher prestige, fine. But there are other ways other than becoming like like gaining a higher role within your organization. Church mm-hmm. included. Um, church included, and it's just like we're so we're like I I don't care about titles. Like for me, like like mm-hmm. I I ha- I I'm one of the workers at at the church. Uh, I'm I am part time at the church. I don't care about the title. Like I just care about serving. I just want to serve. And I'm happy that they're 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 giving me money for it because, in terms of my career goals, one of my career goals is at least having a portion of my career being involved in serving in the church. So the fact that like they're paying me for it is 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 like that's me like this is pursuing this is me pursuing my career. I don't care about the title. I really don't care. In fact, I'll do whatever they want at the church for the most part, like as long as it's involving the things that like I want to serve in, such as Mm -hmm. the music ministry and all the tech stuff um and then like to a certain degree this year um i'm like some pastoral stuff or at least teaching stuff that uh that pastor's allowing me to do because he's asking for help and i was like you know what i like teaching so like if you want me to teach i'll do it 
um, because I like teaching. Um, but like, as long as it's like within those, like, I'm, I'm all right with it, but I don't need a title. In fact, like I, I am like, I've been asked to, to take on more responsibilities within the church. I just said, no, it's like, I know what it's like to be a leader of that. And I don't want to lead that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I just like, I'm just being honest. Like sometimes like, sometimes at it, this, at this point, like, it's okay to say, it's like, look, I'm just not called to that. I'm just not, you know. Yeah. It's it there there is a lot of we need we need to have some huevos in saying look like I do want to serve I do want to be and then sometimes you do sometimes you're just like yes I have a conviction that I want to do this I want to lead this I want to do this program cool do it but don't do it out of guilt don't do it like because like the church is like we need someone there it's like well if someone has to do someone has to do it you know what what if it doesn't get done Better that it better that things sometimes don't get done in the church than someone does it and hates it and then like leads people like leads other people um around their oh, actions man. of hating it. Like you know what I'm talking oh, about? Man. It's like they're no, leading yeah. them and they hate it, and everyone here is like, Well, I'm called to it and I like to do it, but you're making me hate it because you hate it. Mm. Same thing, same thing with work. It doesn't even have to be church. I mean, people get like management roles just because they want more money and they want flexible hours, but like everyone hates them. It's like so-and-so sucks as a manager. So-and-so is like, I, I sent them this email about like getting time off. He hasn't even seen it yet. Blah, 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 blah. It's like, you suck at leadership. Like I, and, and it, it sucks that like, that's part of the way that you climb the corporate ladder, but it's just, it sucks that like, like to get more money, you have to like commit to things that you may not be ready for. Now, like we can all do the Christianese thing saying it's like, yeah, but we're all leaders. Someone's always following you. Someone's always looking up to you. You know, you're always you're always leading someone, you know. You're leading, you're always a kuya, you're a big brother to someone. Someone out there is but okay, I get that. Okay. But officially, there's some things you can say no to. You don't have to do it. You don't have to. You don't have to lead it. Preach I'm just saying, I'm just saying some, some things I don't blood, blood. I, I went to a church once. I went to a church once and like, man. Okay. I went to a church once I went to the Friday and then one of the testimonies from one of the guys was just like, like, man, like I was feeling really tired and I don't know if I can like, you know, I, I can play this Sunday and it's like, really, I just felt really sick. But then, you know, God gave me the strength and and I played and, and I played that Sunday. He was playing drums like and I played drums and I just thank God that he gave me the strength to endure that one Sunday. And I was just like thinking endure a Sunday. I was like, cool. <laughs> but you, but like I, but in my head, I was like, you're not a voluntold. I was like, you could have just like, I feel sick. Can I not do the drums? And that would have been fine. And I, I even told them everyone just like, well, everyone's all like, oh, that's really great. That guy gave you the strength. And I'm this guy's is like, yo, can I also say though? It's like, like, uh, like mental health too. Mm-hmm. Like the drums will be there next Sunday. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Like, I would rather you like go to church and be there. And like, if there's no drums, there's no drums. That's fine. And then we'll still be able to worship God. We don't need the drums. And everyone looked at me all weird. And I was like, what is wrong? Like, you can not play the drums one Sunday. And like the entire worship team is like, I mean, like if you have such a like, you know, stable worship team, number one, like, yeah, you can still have, you don't have to have drums. Number two, like, like higher, like bigger churches will have backups. Like, but 
Like, I got so ticked off. Like, I really got so ticked off. I was like, why can't I tell this guy to rest? Mm -hmm. Take a break. Take a season off. Saying, like, hey, guys, I'm going to take a season. I'm going to I'm gonna focus more on this other stuff within, within like, the church and everything. Like, within my, my stuff, my family. I just want to take a season off. And then I'll come back. They could have it scheduled. They could say three months or whatever. It's like, yeah, bro, don't worry. Like, but then in other churches, like, like some of the churches would be like, you know, you know, you when you took this role, you know, you're gonna be responsible. You said you're gonna be responsible for this. Well, who's gonna play the drums when when you're gone? Like, I think I think you should keep. I was like, how about he just not? No, I like I, I, I oh yeah, go good. <laughs> It's funny. It's funny that we're talking about this because I feel like I'm in this season. Really, when it comes to worship, because yeah, yeah, you know, I have a background of praise and worship. And yeah, I'm from a small church. I don't want to say like it was required of me, but there was just this unspoken rule that I needed to be there, you know, every Sunday. And you know, sad to say that it just became a job, a chore, at least to me, you know, and. When I had like my little, I guess like falling out, like when I started straight, starting to like stray away from the church, mm -hmm. I asked for a break, you know, let's just let me clear my head. Yeah. You know, let me deal with my emotions right now. And he gave me like two weeks. Well, no, he didn't give me two weeks. Like it was indefinite at first. And then after like two, three weeks, it was almost as if like, all right, you're up, get back. And in my head, I wanted like, but I I'm don't not... really feel like I want to do this anymore. Yeah, you know, sad to say, like, it's not my, sad to my... say. Let's not say that. It's not sad okay. to say. It isn't sad. Let's, it shouldn't no, be yeah, sad to say. You get it though. That's the yeah. mentality like I was having. Like I feel like this is what I'm, you know, supposed to be doing. But mm -hmm. inside of me, like, there's this conflict. Like, should I be doing this? Like, is this still my calling? Mm -hmm. You know, that's healthy. And. Yeah, no, exactly. Dude, so uh, I wish churches would be more open to the idea of, of yeah, you mm -hmm. know what? Forget the guitar. Forget the worship set. If you need a break, take a break. We'll play a worship karaoke off of YouTube. It's fine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Because, like, it's this, like, like, it's this whole voluntold mentality of workers in the church sometimes. Um, yeah. it, it's, like, it's, you... it's, it's the corporate side of church, in, in my opinion, I think. Yeah. And you, you, know, you, you know what's yeah. jacked up? You know what's jacked up? Okay, like okay, a couple of things. I have a story too. But no, number one, what's jacked up is just like you are you are a professional musician. Technically, you are like like what 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 you're bringing up there. Like people would mm -hmm. people would pay for you to do a 15 minute set at a bar. Mm -hmm. And like if you had a really good 15 to 30 minute set, they'll pay at least third at least fifty dollars an hour for mm -hmm. per per like per um per act so like if you're a band that they pay 50 maybe 100 for the act right, right. we're we're doing we're doing we're, we're doing a 15 minute maybe the 30 minute like 15 to 30 minute set every sunday plus another 10 to 15 minutes set after staying at the gig for two hours every sunday plus we have practice times and you don't get paid anything whereas if you did a 15 minute set at a bar you might get a 20 dollar tip like you know, that's a, that's a little jacked up. That like, that that's not recognized with within like the within some churches. I know like so, like the bigger churches they'll they'll pay the praise and worship that, and I think that that makes sense, because you get what you pay for. 
Because, like, if you were to be like, hey, I need to take some time off, um, like, right now, it makes sense because you're a volunteer. You're not getting paid for it. Um, it's a, it's a much bigger process. Like, if you were in a band, it's like, hey, guys, I need to take time off. It's like, well, we need to get a replacement. We need to do this. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. we need to schedule it. Like, how long will you be out? You can't take the tour. You can't do this. Um, it's a lot more, it's a lot more situated. Um, plus of course, like you wouldn't be paid, but it's the idea that you got paid in the first place. Like you, like that was, that was, that was part of the deal. Plus bands like, yeah, you can swap out people all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, Sessionist. yeah. So like, I just think it's just kind of like jacked up in that regard. Like on a, on, on a good note, at least for me, I don't know if I'm bragging by saying this, but like, so there was another worker within the church. Um, uh she she was in very very much involved you you know her but i'm not going to name her um mm-hmm. but she was very much involved in the in the youth ministry and um she like i could tell she was kind of conflicted because she was also in school full time mm-hmm. um and she was she was getting um she was getting her degree and possibly her masters so i talked to her one day and she's like so like what's up what's going on and it's like well i just really feel like i want to focus like i really want the like the ministry to grow but i also want like like i need to take time and 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 like finish up my schooling it's like well what like what's your what's your goal and she's like i want to get my master's and she was literally saying i want to get my master's but i really want the youth to grow and that that that's that's great but at the same time like i even asked her i was just like well what do you think is priority it's just like well i want to get my master's but i want i don't want to put that off like I'd have to put that off in order to do the youth ministry. And I asked her, I was like, what do you think is most important to you? I was like, I really want to get the masters. I was like, well then go. Yeah. It's like, what do you like? Then, then it's not even a question. It's just like, like education school first, guess what? Youth ministry. It'll, it'll be back. It'll be here. If you want to come back, if you want to get it back. Or I even told her, I was like, well, what if your ministers like, how about youth? What if youth ministry was just prepping you for your, your career ministry? Like your ministry yeah. in your career, sure. like what if it was prepping you for that, and now you have a, a more, like a more focused mindset of like what your career is really all about? Because now it's not just a profession, like now it's a ministry to you too. Mm-hmm. So like, she did, she she uh, she took her leave, and I even told her it's because she's like, well, what'll happen? It's like, well, if I leave, like you know, like who's gonna lead? I was like, someone's always gonna lead. It's like you if you leave a hole there long enough, God's gonna fill it. You just gotta believe you have to believe just, and sure enough when she left like all these people were just like i want to be leadership i want to be a part of leader i want to be <laughs> see like yeah it works it worked it like it just it like works. you leave a hole and someone's gonna fill it like yeah so like god's gonna fill it so it's like it's so in in that regard like like even within like the like i for me personally like i i have a conviction currently that like for me as the worship tech at the church if there's ever a time that an instrument needs to be played and they don't have an instrumentalist i'm at least going to play guitar that's my conviction um like even like uh we had a time during i think it was uh christmas where it was just me the guitar player and then the worship and, and the worship leader and she's like oh should we just play like she was even asking should we just play stuff on youtube i was like look i even told her it's like as long as i'm here you're never gonna have to play youtube as long as I have a guitar, I I will make sure that the church never has to go back to YouTube ever again. It's fine. Like, I will play. 
don't even worry about it. I will play. I'll get the chords. It's all good. That is my personal conviction. So it's like, but I also get that like some people need breaks. So like, it's fine. And I don't want to, you know, like I, I'm, I, I don't want to like flame, you know, like with my with my story, I'm not trying to flame anyone, but I do want to bring it up. I do want to bring it up because it does happen. I'm absolutely flaming people. <laughs> no, I love. No, I well, love, no, no, I'm I love, I love the church that I, yes. I brought up, you know, but I, I, I love them to the point that I want them to know that this is how I felt, you know. Mm -hmm. And you know, like I want to talk about it. This is the elephant in the room in that. Yeah. In that. In that sense. I just want it. I just want it to be like, look, like, like. There's, there's the the qualif the the qualifiers for a qualifiers for worship are not that are, are not that detailed broken spirit and contrite heart mm -hmm. so worship him in spirit and in truth there's nothing there that says you have to do it with a guitar a piano a drum an organ whatever not even even with a song it doesn't even say it's just it like that's 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 what god's looking for in worshipers ergo mm -hmm. like in in order to like it like the emphasis the emphasis i understand keeping the worship team professional i understand that but right. but as a profession there needs to be a little um there needs to be um an element of human resources <laughs> that you're using re like the human resources within your worship team um so treat them like humans and if they need a break and if they need a mental break, like keep that in mind when when you're when you're dealing with them. Because again, the qualif the qualifiers for proper worship don't even necessarily involve instruments. But if the but if the person is not even ready to be a, a worship lead, not ready to lead them with a, a guitar, their drums, or keyboard, or what have you, if they're not even emotionally ready there. Then that should be the priority of the church, mm -hmm. of 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 the of the worship team leader or the pastor to say it's like well let's get your heart ready if something else is wrong let's get your heart set, mm -hmm. and then if you want to come back you want to come back that's great but if you want to serve someone else then you can serve someone else that's great, or if you just need to be here for a season, and soak in the presence of God in, with His people singing praises that's fine. That's fine, but but know that 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 we're allowing you to do that so you can get your heart right back with God because service is also very important as well too. It's not it's not a requirement, but it is but 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 we also have to remember how 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 like heart healthy service is as well too. Being able to serve, being able to to, to remember that it's not about us. It shouldn't be about enduring. Yes. Thank you. That's a really great of saying it. This is the TLDR. Worship is not enduring. Worship is not enduring. It's renewing. Oh. Yeah. Oh. It's revitalizing. Yes. It needs to be. It's it's refreshing. Mm -hmm. That being said, the worship years, like the the time I had like worshiping, you know, like with my worship team way yeah. back when. Mm -hmm. like probably like the best times of my life yeah dude i remember some of those the times best, dude the best moments of my life mm -hmm. it's when you're just giving it all out you know yeah 
everyone's singing everyone's like joining and it's just, it just feels like there's this unity mm-hmm. reaching out to god man that's uh, that's what still keeps me going within myself you know with the whole worship leader or like just even just like a worshiper calling you know like being part of the music ministry mm-hmm. and it's 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 still like an interventure for me i haven't i haven't like forsaken it entirely i don't think that's what i don't think that i'll ever be like called away from it mm-hmm. but i guess like what you, what you i'm just like on a really long sabbatical right now okay well i'm gonna put you on the spot oh so our worship team lead has asked if you wanted to be a part of <laughs> i had a feeling you were gonna bring this up <laughs> i said i'll put you on the spot <laughs> yeah 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 you know I, lo- I love it i love the fact that i was invited to do it you know, mm. I love the fact that y'all aren't pressuring me. Uh, <laughs> internally, I'm just scared that I don't want to make it like a chore. You know, like mm. I don't want to make it feel like a chore mm-hmm. and I want to do it, you know? Yeah. Like, like after that, like after that service, like when I got home from work, mm-hmm. that, you know, that, that day, mm-hmm. I picked up my guitar and started singing the songs. That oh, I used to man. You know, like all the oldie. I'm a boomer when it comes to like worship songs. I sing the old Hillsong stuff. I know nothing about Maverick Church or even like like the old the new stuff these days. Singing stuff like Mighty to Save, you know, Glory. Yeah. Old Marty Sampson stuff. Like, yeah. I still love doing this. <laughs> Marty I Sampson. I have not heard that yeah. name in decades. Oh, I love that guy. Like I grew up on these songs. Yeah. These are the songs that if I was if I was to like lead worship with a set, it'd probably be old Hillsong songs. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was singing this song. I don't know if you know it. It's called "Never Once" by Matt Redman. I think the I know chorus, it. It's like the chorus is "Never Once uh, did I ever walk alone. Yeah. Never once did, did I leave me all alone. Yeah, 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 yeah. Leave me on my own. Yeah, you are faithful. And that is, to me, that, that's 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 the journey I've been no, on. With you, no, no, no. Yeah, I, I kind of remember that song. Yeah, yeah, that song brings me to tears sometimes. Yeah, it's you know, it's here's here's my answer. Yeah, well, that one yeah okay wait. i'm like singing it in my head already yeah here's my answer okay i would love to okay but not yet okay yeah i had a feeling that was your answer yeah yeah i'm still you know like i'm still fresh off of three years of no church so i'm trying to ease myself back into it dude absolutely just like there is no rush dude yeah and i love that there's no pressure at all you know like Mm-hmm. I love that. I also love that I always get text messages from the, the church. Like, hey, we, we got something going on. We oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We wanted to in, we wanted to integrate that <laughs> one day into like kind of like if we if we ever had a church app to like kind of do it automatically. So like pastors yeah. not spamming text messages. <laughs> but I do li- I yeah. do find it endearing that pastors is like, no, I'm going to take it upon yeah. myself to just text every single person. I'm like, cool. Yeah. And I did text. I think I did text it too. I was trying to figure out who it was. <laughs> Cause yeah there's so many numbers i was like i don't know yeah. what's going on yeah yeah but it was perfect because it was a group message you know like with all the church and i think pastor was the one who started the group message was like perfect yeah all right pastor i feel a little sick so i think it's best that i don't go mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah well, i appreciate that you know like, yeah. i appreciate those gestures and you know like we'll see where this goes but for now i'm just enjoying being a worshiper that's dope man yeah. Please, please do, please do. Like, 
I, I, I like the gusto that they want everyone to serve. They want everyone to like, you know, be a part of, be a part of the church. Mm -hmm. Um, but I, I do like, even when I went the first time, they were just like, Hey, do you want to play drums again? Like when I went after, after already like helping them with their, um, I should do long story short. Um, the, the way I got with our church right now, gather is the fact that like, um, the worship leader asked for volunteers to help with their, uh, their launch. So I said, well, I'll play drums or cojon. That, that, that's what they had. So I played. Um, but then after, uh, like, I kind of felt compelled. I had that that God thing where God talked to me and just like, hey, you should go to church there again. It's like, cool, I'll go there again. Mm -hmm. And then when I went, that's when pastors was like, oh, are you going to play drums again? I was like, I actually just want to attend. Like, can I try this church out? And then he's like, oh, absolutely. And I lo I loved it. I was like, oh, no, I like, I feel, I feel good here. Then I tried it again. And then after the, after the, um, uh, after the that would be my third time like going to the church that's when i really got involved and was like yeah i want to be part of this i want to i want to get to the point well maybe it's not the right you know mindset but i want to get to the point that that i had a long time ago where where you know like back in the 24-hour worships or the 12-hour worships or even just like the big church gatherings mm -hmm. back in you know like the church that brought us all together i want to get to that point where you know like i'm just itching to be up there you know yeah i'm just itching to like express you know god mm -hmm. through the song list we have i'm gonna give you a hot take Ooh. i don't i don't want to go back to those times okay there's, yeah. there's no 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 here here let me explain there's something in me now mm -hmm. that especially like worshiping at the church and then just like personal like me personally worshiping as well too i feel like there's there's um there's like an element of of the presence of God and connecting with God in worship that I'm starting to experience that I don't think I've had before. If that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So it, it, a part of me doesn't want to go back to what you described because when you described it, it was like, I don't like, like I, I love those times as well too. I love the worshiping, but then there was something different about that season than this, than this one. And I feel like as 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 gusto and on fire we were, there's this more smoldering intimate fire that I'm starting to get now. Mm -hmm. And it's not I don't have as many like tearful eyed, like like holy snot out of my nose moments. Mm -hmm. But there have been more moments for me of of God speaking through the worship like drawing me more into who I need to be, who I want to be, or who he's calling to calling me to be that I haven't, I haven't really experienced before. Like if anything, I'll, I'll, I'll say this, like I, I don't want the old times because I want, I want something new. Okay. Yeah. For me. No, I, I get yeah, it. And me. They, you know, you're, you're right. You're, you are right. Like I shouldn't be craving that feeling. Well, I, I think yeah. that there's something about that season. Um, I'm all about like, look, like I'm all about, especially, especially getting older. Um, I think this will be my last hot take. When I get older, there's a lot of me that that's trying to remind myself not to get old. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'll give you an example, like, especially like, especially in praise and worship. One of the biggest things that we used to get within church is like everyone always asked for, can we sing a hymn? 
let's sing a hymn like like we sing all these songs but let's sing a hymn uh-huh and then we'd have to like okay it's like or we already picked amazing all... that's a good one well i'm just saying like we're just like we get all these songs and they're just like okay um then then you want us to add what it's like oh let's do this hymn and it's like I don't even know how to play this hymn. Like, I never heard this hymn before in my life. Yeah. yeah and yeah. if I haven't heard it, and I've been in the church for a long time, like this young worship team of like, like, like some, some of them from the youth group, some of them from the young adults, I know they've never heard this hymn. And now you want us to learn it on the spot just because you want the nostalgia of like, you remember how that hymn used to make us feel. Mm. And I get that. Mm. But then like, as I get older, like I, I warrant myself at that. I warrant myself at asking for old, old anointings, mm -hmm. because um, I can see I saw I saw it firsthand, where an old anointing might feel good, taste good, look good, but it's but it's not for everyone. Whereas something something new and fresh, there's something there. Maybe the and then this is for me too. It's like maybe I don't feel it. But it's not about me. Mm -hmm. Like it's not about me. It's about the worship. And like I said it in the very beginning of this of this whole worship talk, like the 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 quali qualifiers for worship aren't hard. So if I don't like the song, it's like whatever. Like you know, like I I I I want to be flexible. I don't want to one day have this podcast and say, oh, man, do you remember that song? such and such you know why don't we sing more songs like that because if, if that happens to me just shoot me and send me to heaven because i'm already done because it's like it's not fresh anymore i'd rather be like you know that song that we sang at church it's like i ain't never heard that song but that song be popping or yeah. something like i want to be like that i want to be just like no always vibrant always something new always something refreshing mm -hmm. because like i'm just so I don't want to. I don't want to get stagnant. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's why I made that whole point of just like, like there's something new about this anointing in worship this season that I don't, I wouldn't trade for the old. The old was great. Like, dude, I was with you with that stuff, man. The old was incredible. Mm -hmm. Incredible times in worship, like falling on our knees, holy snot all over the floor. Like just, just incredible tears times everywhere. of worship. Tears, tears, tears everywhere. Like the speaking in tongues from you know. Yeah, dude, speaking in tongues, the spirit moving, prayers answered, like little miracles happening in worship. Yeah, the I band, wouldn't. The, the drums banging, the, uh, the bass line ripping, the yeah. guitar just booming. Yeah. Oh yeah, and all of this happening with no practice, just like yeah. like like pastor tells you, hey, we're doing this song, and we're like, okay, we're doing that song. Um, and again, I wouldn't trade that for anything, mm -hmm. but anything, but now I want, if anything, I want the, the new anointing now, and maybe the new anointing is just that anointing, but plus more stuff, which is great, yeah. but yeah. I would, yeah, but, I but I don't want to trade it. I don't want to mm -hmm. trade it. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. You're right. You're right. No, I, I, I hope and pray that for you, dude. I really do. Like I want, I want you to have uh, an element because, like, there's an anointing you have. I don't mean to sound like all preachy, pastory, like you know, but like there's an anointing that you have that's unique to you. 
and when you when when you when you align that in the mosaic of of like the worship team that either like we have here or wherever you go like it it's always going to create a new facet mm-hmm. uh of worship that you would that, that you know that that that's different it's always going to be different so like mm-hmm. i definitely want all that stuff for you man but i'm just saying this like yeah. There's something about this new anointing within within worship right now. It's one of the things I like about like Maverick City, um, and I, I, like I don't mean to like glorify them too much, but there's something that I love about them, in that they're they're all about um. They're, I mean, they're not a church; they're just a group of singers, and they just like they just get together and they call like their biggest heart is collaboration and networking. So every time Maverick City releases another song, it's always a collaboration with like another artist from like another church. Mm-hmm. Or like they had an entire album where it's like it's Maverick City, but they were sponsored by Elevation Worship. So like the entire album is technically an Elevation Worship album, but it's all Maverick City singers. Mm-hmm. So it's like it, there's something about the collaboration of bringing the church yeah. together that's that yeah. there's something different about that anointing that I love right now. Yeah, and I agree with you know every everything you've said. You know, it's it's to say the least, it's a conviction now. You know, like it's 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 uh, I feel convicted. You know, mm. and it's a good thing. You know, but um, and I think it's uh, as we're moving to a close too. Like I just as you were speaking, I just imagined like I don't want to call it a vision, but it might be. But like, I had this image of myself in my head of me just wandering through a desert, explaining like me just looking for that moment me just looking for the rain or any source of water Mm -hmm. you know and as you know like as i kept searching and found nothing that i guess like i i should just learn to make make beauty out of like like the desert like where where i'm at and at, at some point in this image i just saw the water coming out of the sand just fountains coming out of the desert Mm-hmm. and to me that just speaks of just just start doing it you know mm-hmm. the the water will come like you don't 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 seek don't seek what you're you're, you're searching for inside and just start it and i don't know i don't know how you want to interpret that but that's just the image that i saw it's just it sounds like it's like the image just sounds like you're trying to seek you're trying to seek water that's already evaporated when there's a spring right in front of you. Mm-hmm. Well, that makes sense. Or, under, or underneath you. Yeah. It's like you can't catch like it's like you you, you can't catch wind. Mm-hmm. Mm, that can preach right there. But it's there. Like you can't catch wind. You can only wait for it. And once it and once it's there, you can appreciate it. Once it's gone, once it's gone, you you can fondly remember it. But mm-hmm. but it's it makes no sense to dwell on it because mm-hmm. that's what it does. It comes, it goes. It doesn't stay. You can try you can try to you can try to capture it in a bottle, and that's not wind. It's just air. So I I would think it the same way. Like like you're trying to catch water in a desert that's already evaporated, but that's not how the desert works. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the desert works in stream in 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 in, in springs and oases. Yep. Like. It doesn't, it don't, it doesn't, it, you can't, you don't capture it, you, but you can work in one. A camel can work in a desert. Mm-hmm. And to, 
to to our eyes it's a barren wasteland but to, to a camel there's endless possibilities if you know mm -hmm. what you're looking for i've been convicted <laughs> i didn't mean to do it but and <laughs> no I, I bro i love for this these things and i don't mind it happening on the podcast if there's an elephant in the room in regard to my personal journey, mm -hmm. then we're going to talk about it. Oh, man. Because maybe, you know, like some of y'all listening might be going through the same stuff, if not familiar stuff mm -hmm. or similar stuff. You know, and this is what we talk about. This is what we talk about here in a more intimate level. All right. You got any last words, KP? Don't get bullied into worship. <laughs> don't endure worship yeah don't, don't let your pastor worship. bully you into keep worshiping like just take a break There's if you need it if you need it again like we, i could talk about the whole responsibility part but i feel like a lot of people that will be listening to this i understand that there's a certain responsibility you take on gaining that role but if you really need time off don't get bullied into staying you're being volunteered not voluntold mm -hmm. what are they gonna do if you quit like literally what are you gonna do if you quit they're gonna fire you Fortune to the government, you're gonna get. Are, are you gonna get what, what you call it? Like, you won't get, um, what you got, you won't get, um, unemployment, whatever. You were never like it's between you and God. If you need a break, just take a break, yeah, straight Go up. Endure, there's yeah. beauty in the desert, in the wasteland. Women pastors rock, all mm -hmm. of us can serve. <laughs> Game, of, has been Game of Thrones is overrated. <laughs> Last hot take. <laughs> It, it, it is. You know, oh! It is. It is. It, 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 it is at this point. Mm -hmm. But anyway, this has been the Talking Elephants podcast slash the therapy session for me. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm going to leave it to you, KP. You end it. All right. Hey, take care. God bless. This is me. This is your boy, KP. Peace.